0: Welcome again to Florida Foodie, I'm your host, Candace Campos. Now, Jamaican food is really not known for being very vegan-friendly, but one Central Florida chef is changing that perception. Now, she came to the U.S. from Jamaica at the age of 16, when she didn't even know how to cook. Well, now she has mastered the flavors of the Caribbean island, and she's doing it without any meat, dairy, really anything else that comes from an animal. She also runs her own vegan creamery, churning out dairy-free frozen treats, and that's just one of her many side projects. Her name is Chef Jen Ross, and she tells us about how she got started delivering home-cooked lunches, opening up her first restaurant in a gas station, and how she is helping to feed a pro football player. Yeah, it's a really great conversation, so let's dig in. welcome again to Florida Foodie. I'm your host, Candace Campos, along with our producer extraordinaire, Thomas Mates. Hello. And we've got a real renaissance woman with us (laughs) today. Now listen to this. She runs a vegan restaurant and a creamery. That's not enough. She also teaches cooking classes and she's starting to make (laughs) vegan meal prep boxes. I am all ears and you should be too. We are very happy to have Chef Jen Ross here with us. Hey, Hello, darling. how Hi. are you? I'm
1: fantastic. How are you? Good. Mm-hmm. And you have a little bit of an accent. No. Where, where are you from? <laughs> Tell me what has
0: inspired your food.
1: So take a guess. Mm-hmm. Where do you think my accent's from? Well, I know that one already because I looked you <laughs> up.
0: <laughs> Jamaica. Jamaica.
1: Yeah, I'm from the beautiful island of Jamaica. I came to America when I was 16. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did not know how to cook. Can you imagine that? You did not. Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, I came here without my family for college and realized that um, in order to continue enjoying certain luxuries like eating and living inside, (laughs) I needed to stop eating out. So that's actually how
0: I started cooking. It's amazing how much money you can save just by... Just by cooking a couple, just a couple options at home. Yes.
1: Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. All right. So
0: then you created a
1: baby. So tell us about your restaurant, your creamery, your cafe, I should say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. So Dejan Eats is um, a, a beautiful vegan restaurant in the historic town of Edenville. Are you familiar? love Eatonville. You have to come visit Tom. I do,
2: I know. I'm, he told I'm me earlier he hasn't been. still new to the area, but.
1: Yeah, he's still new. Uh, there was, you were
0: telling me there was, I remember there was a big barbecue truck that would come out over on the weekends. Yeah. You said that has now turned into a
1: big market on Saturday. So it's really starting to so, boom there when it yeah, comes to food. The, f- the first Sunday of each month, the Eatonville Cultural and Health um, foundation actually hosts a craft and culture market. And we are a part of that because we do food demos there, open to the public, so anybody can come. It's usually the first Sundays from 1 PM to 5 PM. Okay, perfect.
0: And then you have the creamery as well. That's all. In, is this the same place, or are these in different locations? Yeah,
1: so this is the same place, because I'm, I'm really not a this or that girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a this and that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so everything is under one house. Um, so we, we focus on vegan food with a Jamaican flair. So there's a you know, quite a bit of Jamaican food and flavor going on there. And a part of that, too, is our line of deliciously dairy-free ice cream called Irie Cream. And we have the traditional Jamaican flavors like rum raisin the roof, Ooh. grape nuts, and we have red velvet cheesecake ice cream. Mm. You have to try that.
0: Oh my god, that sounds so good, <laughs> especially in the summer heat of Florida. And what does
1: Irie stand for, what, what, Irie cream? Yeah, so Irie is a Jamaican expression of happiness and contentment. It's kind of like no matter what's going on, mm. everything's just fine.
2: Yeah, that's something I saw that yeah. pops up uh, a lot on your website, just like that it's sort of like an attitude that you yes. project.
1: Yes. yes. Yeah, I'm so I'm really thankful for the designers of that website mm-hmm. because I really think that they captured the spirit, the essence of what Dejanice really is. Because you go on it and it pops, and the colors are there, and you, you feel kind of happy, which is the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when you think Jamaican, you don't think vegan, you know? You
0: don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking like heavy meats and beef patties. And beef patties. So, like, what, what would you say if, when someone walks in there? What's the most surprising uh,
1: dish that you offer? We have an oxtail dish on Sundays that we really? call hoaxtail. tail. People are like, Hoax how do you do vegan <laughs> oxtail? right? So I, I will say, though, that the concept of vegan in Jamaican is not as foreign as you think. Okay. Um, the terminology is a little bit different. So in Jamaica, we have a, a very high concentration of Rastafarians. Mm-hmm. And part of what they practice is called idle living. Idle is vital, is their thing and Idle Living focuses on like healthy ground produce mm-hmm. and they tend not to eat a lot of meat with Idle Living. Hmm. So if you, you bump into a Jamaican and you tell them hey I'm gonna go eat vegan food, vegan Jamaican food, they'd be like what are you talking about? Right. <laughs> but if you tell them I'm gonna go get some ITO food they know exactly what you're talking about and it's, it's kind of the same thing it's just the ideology behind it is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, uh, why vegan? Vegan, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, you can't see this, but she has a huge smile on her face when she says this. (laughs) So, for me, vegan is a a compassionate way of living, right? Mm -hmm. It's a way to live, to cause the least amount of harm to human and non human animals in the way that we eat, Mm -hmm. in the clothing that we wear, in the entertainment that we seek. And so, it's just about looking around and Acknowledging other living beings Mm -hmm. and seeing how best can I honor their lives, or at least respect their lives, and I think for me, veganism answers that. Yeah.
2: And how did you come to veganism? Because you yourself. Do you uh, have time, Thomas? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we yes, do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so I um, actually had a, I bought a house out in Crystal River. I don't know if you've ever been. Beautiful area. Beautiful. Not known for its veganness nor its Jamaican-ness, mm-hmm. <laughs> however. Um, and it had, it was a house in the middle of, like, a few acres, and it was lots of bushes. Mm-hmm. And I fancied myself a homesteader. Huh. So I bought. <laughs> I had a. I had a goat. Mm-hmm. I bought day-old chicks because I was gonna raise them for eggs and oh, for yes. meat. Like that was the purpose. Mm-hmm. But I free-ranged them and played with them Uh-oh. and mm-hmm. named them. Oh, oh no. yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: and then when and it they was still time, live with you now. <laughs> well, no, I, I now live in Orlando. I had to rehome them. But I. I, I got. It got to where I was. Processing the chicken, you mm-hmm. know, which is the euphemistic way of saying I'm, I'm about to kill the chicken. Mm-hmm. And I had Bertha hanging from her legs oh, upside Bertha. down. Oh. And it just occurred to me like, this chicken does not want to die and yeah. I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I kind of had like a come to Jesus moment mm-hmm. thinking if I were to go to the store and get neatly packaged chicken, right, that's already processed, mm-hmm. right? that is me paying someone to do something that I couldn't bring myself to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's, that, that makes that's sense. A, yeah a fair share yeah. of hypocrisy in that for me mm-hmm. and so chicken left the table and then goat left the table and cow left the table mm-hmm. and so many other things came to the table mm-hmm. and that's how we got to vegan food that's interesting
0: so what would you say for somebody who I, let's say i'm not vegan mm-hmm. and i what would make me walk through the door i'm do you, because when you think vegan you think tasteless you think <laughs> well you don't have any meat you don't have any dairy mm-hmm. i mean okay again yeah. that's not I don't believe that, but I'm saying for people who are listening who might just think vegan is not an option for them, even if they want to dabble
1: in a little bit of vegan for, for lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll walk you through it, right? This is something, because I do cooking classes, mm-hmm. and this is something um, I share every single time I do a class, and I go, Thomas, have you ever tried something new and it almost inevitably tastes like chicken? Like, huh? that tastes like chicken? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Because we don't actually know what chicken and beef taste like. What we associate with these meats are usually the herbs and spices that go on the chicken. So if you take the same herbs and spices and you put it on something else, it's gonna taste like chicken. And guess what? These herbs and spices are almost always vegan. (gasps) Surprise, surprise. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh So in, in terms of flavor, you're already halfway there mm-hmm. so now we work on mimicking textures and textures can be mimicked in 500 million different ways mm-hmm. um, you can go the the whole foods route where you're using mostly um plant foods and in, in their whole form mm-hmm. so you'd be u- using like your earthly mush- your earthy mushrooms uh, which can do amazing things oh yeah mm-hmm. i had a um, mushroom calamari the other day Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, sorry.
2: it was so good. You don't know, have think of vegan food mimicking like seafood, but I, yeah, I guess I, I can do just as much as me with another yeah. protein. Nori yeah.
1: is your friend. Are you familiar? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've heard of it. I mean, Nori is flattened seaweed. Yes. right? So you, you go and have your sushi roll and you get that really distinct ocean flavor. Right. A lot of people think that's the, that's the fish. It's not. It's actually the nori. Mm-hmm. So if you take nori and you toast it and you crumble it, you put it on something else, you're going to have that really distinct mm-hmm. fishy flavor. Mm-hmm. So like at the cafe, we have um, we have tuna, we have crab cakes, we have crab salad. And a lot of that is because of the nori. You can't tell the difference
0: interesting yeah and so you know not only do you have this cafe and the creamery yes. you also you said that you also do a lot of cooking classes you do cooking classes for kids too i do so why
1: why kids ah <laughs> uh, Okay, so I, I don't have kids, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. this is kind of my escape into the world of, you know, parenting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can return them oh, yes. after two hours. <laughs> that's,
2: much, that, that, yes.
1: that's much cheaper. As an
2: uncle, I can say. That is the way to go. <laughs>
1: but I do um, kids and adult cooking classes. The I love how open children are to, to things and trying new things mm-hmm. because they don't already have this perception that vegan food is tasteless. Mm-hmm. Right. First of all, they don't even know what vegan food is. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They just know, oh my gosh, we're doing spaghetti and sauce. Mm-hmm. And one of the most popular things that I do with the kids is spaghetti and um, like a, a meat sauce. Mm-hmm. But instead of the meat, I use tofu and they make it with tofu and they love it. Because mm-hmm. you can't tell, it's almost, it, it mm-hmm. has the same texture as the beef yes, in the is. bolognese. Mm-hmm. And what i found with kids is if you have them in the kitchen working with you, there's a good chance whatever they help to prepare because they're so invested in it, that they're gonna eat it. It is very yeah. true. I have a two year old and now
0: she's finally standing up on this little pedestal that we have and yeah. she just, even if it's just tossing the onions into the pan yeah. to her, she made dinner there
1: you go and <laughs>
0: she's the first one to spot the onions now in her you know and whatever we, we made right and eat them mm-hmm. right. before she was like what is this but now when we talk about it and you kind of in, introduce them into this this art of putting things together and making something even better yeah mm-hmm. i mean you can really get those kids also learning how to 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 cook and eat mm-hmm. and to sustain themselves as well it's amazing
2: Have yeah. yeah. you ever met with like any like child resistance, like, oh no, I don't like that vegetable. And, and have you had, been, had, it, had <laughs> yes. opportunity to like turn them around even?
1: Yes. So, um, I, <laughs> I used to do meals for this, this school, I think it's now close. it's called the herblage School. Mm-hmm. And it was the most challenging and rewarding experiences of, you know, my, my cooking career. And it's, um, uh, it's a private school and they did they prided themselves on being allergen-friendly okay Mm -hmm. so they took vegan food and took it way past that Mm. and there are kids that don't eat onions and you can't add Wheat, So it was Mm -hmm. gluten-free, and Mm -hmm. there's no wheat, and there's no corn, and there's no onions, no nuts, Nuts, of course, no meat, no egg, Mm -hmm. no dairy, no any of that. I'm like, okay, so what are these kids going to eat? Dirt and shadows. (laughs) Freshly
2: sauteed air.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For a side of ice. (laughs) But you figured it out. We we figured it out, and I learned so much from that experience. Mm -hmm. I I learned how to substitute things. Instead of onions, I started using rutabaga. And I never thought, why would I use rutabaga when I have access to onions? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. because it challenged me in such a way, it really broadened my cooking experience. And I think it's if if you were to ask me this question fifty years from now, that will be the experience I would draw (laughs) for. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That is fantastic. Um, I am
0: all about meal prep boxes. You know, I get home at a certain time, and I feel like it's just you're just trying to beat the clock to get the kids into bed. You know, you want your hour of you know adult television (laughs) without the kids, and. Having somebody think about what's to eat and tells you, hey, this is how you make it, and I can guarantee you can make it in 30 minutes or less, that is amazing. So now you're talking about meal
1: prep boxes vegan Mm -hmm. so yes and no Mm -hmm. we're talking about um vegan prepared meals so the meals Mm -hmm. that we have they're already even better easier right (laughs) yes (laughs) i am all ears yeah so the tagline is um so the brand is called exclusively irie and the tagline is personal chef meals in your freezer ding 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 yeah so it comes shipped to you already frozen Mm -hmm. in what we call the Irie green box, beautiful lime green box. It's BPA-free, FDA-approved, microwavable, recyclable, made from re- renewable material. Yes. And dishwasher safe. And what is even better than recyclable is it's reusable. Hmm. So you can use it for 500 million times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the meals come frozen. You go on the website, you order it, um, and they're shipped out to you. And they're good for three months, frozen. That's fantastic. You pop it in the microwave and you have dinner, mm-hmm. deliciously vegan dinner.
2: Now, where have you had like reach to so far? As far as <laughs> like you know, like is it just primi- primarily around like the Eatonville area, or have you gotten out outside of the state even?
1: It was not even meant to be in Florida when it when mm-hmm. it started. So a few a few years ago, before I opened the restaurant, mm-hmm. before I did this crazy thing of opening, you know, the first restaurant was in a gas station. Did you know that? No, that's insane. That is so insane.
2: (laughs) Which gas station?
1: We had a vegan restaurant in the at the Sitco gas station on Lee Road in Rosemont. Yes, and And it was fantastic. It was a crazy idea, and it worked. I've seen a
0: couple. I know a couple down. I think it's um, Orange or Orlando. I can't remember what street it is, but there's a Cuban restaurant that is. The shell of an old gas station. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> hey, it works as long it as you can sit
1: down, eat some good food. It does. It would win I remember when we when we signed the lease, I went on Facebook because we have. I'm so thankful that we have really like faithful followers right Mm -hmm. so i went on facebook and i did this live and i said hey guys i did this crazy thing because till i die i will say it's a crazy Mm -hmm. thing (laughs) (laughs) i did this crazy thing and i opened up the restaurant and it's um it's in the gas station and we don't have tables and chairs yet but come this saturday we're gonna have chicken and waffles and you should come Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and people (laughs) brought lawn chairs I love it. There's like a a line from the the front to the door and I'm thinking, what on earth did I just get myself into? Yes. Hard to say (laughs)
2: no to chicken and waffles.
1: Right? (laughs) But before that, before I did the whole gas station thing, I was actually doing um, the meal plans exclusively. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where you started. Yes. Well, I started with a very silly thing. You could go on the website and order one meal for lunch. And I would drive like a bat out of you (laughs) nowhere
2: and
1: bring you that one meal, which is okay. Except I'd get like, you know, six, seven, eight orders, but they're all over the place. right? Mm. And all for lunch at the Mm. exact same time. This is insane. Yeah. You can't buy locate. So
0: then
1: I said, okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell people if you want the food, you have to buy seven meals at a time. It's going to be prepared and frozen and you pick it up one time. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, that's just going to be the end of my business because nobody's going to buy into this. But they did. (laughs) Cha-ching. And that was actually what um, started Exclusively Irie. But when we moved into the gas station because of logistics, there just was not, we were in a closet in the gas station. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. There just wasn't enough space. So we kind of let it go. Fast forward to earlier this year, um, Eli Rogers from the Pittsburgh Steelers Mm -hmm. actually reached out to us on Instagram. And he's like, look, I love your food. I want to come try your food. I'm thinking, oh, okay, Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Thanks. I'm going home. So I give him my number. I'm going home one day, and I get a text. Hey, Miss Jan, it's Eli. I missed my flight to Fort Lauderdale, so I took a flight to Orlando. So I'm actually on my way to your restaurant right now. No, I'm thinking like, right no. I said, well, I'm not there. <laughs> but my team is there, and they're fantastic, and they'll take care of you. He gets there, and the team tells me he has the most beautiful spirit. Mm-hmm. So then he reaches out to me afterwards. He's like, I love the food. Mm-hmm. I'm starting camp in July which was last week, I'm starting camp in July and I need your food because he's vegan. Mm-hmm. I need your food. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, well, so that's a little dicey. Okay. Because I'm here in Eatonville. Yes. And you're going to be in Pittsburgh.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He's like, well, can you ship it to me? And I thought, oh, shipping food is its own monster, right? Mm-hmm. But I thought, why not? Because I'm always like a jumper, right? The mm. yeah. answer is very seldom no. It's always yes and figure it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, yes. And, you know, I was like hoping fingers and toes crossed and stars aligned. When it gets to Eli, it will get there in the number of pieces that we want it to be. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> and he gets it and it's perfect. So then I went on Instagram because I was sharing, you know, one of the, the things that we do, we, we share the process mm-hmm. with people, the journey a lot. Mm-hmm. So even when he first reached out, everybody knew. And when he asked for the food, everybody knew. Right. So everybody knew when we were shipping it out. But it's, it's a community based restaurant. Yeah. I mean, it's just that's just the way it is. Yes. So we told them, I said, you know, guys, the food made it. It's, it's in perfect condition. Mm-hmm. And if you want it, we're going to test shipping it out to you. And I'm thinking, oh, we'll have, you know, six or seven people. We had 87 people order meals, seven wow. meals each. And I'm thinking, Ow. oh, <laughs> <laughs> now I have a problem. I said, yes, too fast. Yes, too fast.
0: Yeah, so that's where we are. That's amazing. I mean, and like I've seen other these meal prep boxes and they're stuffed with so much styrofoam and these non-reusable ice packs that, I mean, I guess you can reuse them, but Mm -hmm. if you keep ordering them once a week, you have yeah. way too many ice packs. Mm-hmm. Yes, and that's all this plastic that's going right back out. I mean, so when you say reusable, sustainable, recyclable, mm-hmm. yes. you start thinking to yourself, wow. So you don't even think of you're not just thinking just the food; you're thinking the way it's all packaged, right? Mm-hmm. Because right. it's completely iry
1: Right. Exactly. I'm on it. I'm on board. I am on
2: board. And see, board. The, th- the thing
1: about vegan, right? You know, I explained to you what, what vegan meant to me, but there are mm-hmm. so many different ways, Thomas, that you can get to the vegan table, mm-hmm. right? You can get there because you love animals. You can get there because you love yourself and you want to treat your body well because vegan food, in a, if, you, if, if done in a healthy way, mm-hmm. is very good for your body. But you can also get there because you love the environment. Um, it's been shown that raising animals is so taxing on the environment, that if people were to cut back on the meat consumption or go vegan, that it will address a lot of the you know the climate change issues that we're having. And so, um, going into that and representing veganism, I have to take it like as a whole, right? Mm-hmm. If this is something that's good for the environment, we need to do our part also to make sure that the things that are coming out of the restaurant are good for the environment and represent that as well. Yeah.
0: And being in Orlando, in Eatonville, you were saying that Orlando tops top
1: three for yeah. the best place to be vegan? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a, tell it's, us a little bit it's about it's that. It's totally yeah. amazing. So this, um, oh my goodness, I'm trying to remember what publication it was, but it was a national publication, and at some point I might email you and let you know what it is. Yes, <laughs> I totally, totally is. forgot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it ranked um, U.S. cities for their vegan friendliness, and Orlando was actually listed as number three, and the criteria for that was not just the number of vegan restaurants Mm -hmm. but the number of restaurants with vegan options Um, and so orlando is exceptionally vegan friendly Mm -hmm. there's so Mm -hmm. many full fully vegan restaurants and so many restaurants that offer vegan options that you know there's no way you can miss it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so you're
0: saying people who were vegan 10 15 years ago had to (laughs) struggle where now Mm -hmm. you know I mean it's not as easy as just picking up a
1: burger, you know, from a fast food joint. Yeah. But it's it's getting there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. but it is as yeah. easy as picking up a burger from a fast food joint. Yes. Did you know that Burger King in South Florida actually has the impossible Whopper? Oh I heard about this. Yeah. yeah. So you can do a drive through mm-hmm. and get a vegan burger at Burger King. And Del Taco has, I think, the Impossible Taco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many yeah. people are coming. It's all about in. about yeah. faking it, right? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of those like uh, the the fake meats, the wheat meats, the the mm-hmm. soy meats, all those like what are, are there? Is there a specific one you use in your restaurant, or, or do you just go purely vegetable based? Are you going like the jackfruits and the mushrooms and that sort of thing?
1: So no, we we use so those are the wheat meats. That's seitan, mm-hmm. um, okay. which is a gluten isolate in flour. We make our own seitan at the hmm. cafe. Oh wow! So we we are pretty well known for our jerk chicken mm. uh, it's amazing Think <laughs> do of you like have it. to
0: put in quotation marks when you say chicken no yeah. so we, we spell it
1: c-h-i-c-k apostrophe n Ooh. okay <laughs> i understand now i understand now <laughs> we have to market it
0: right yes, yeah
1: right. <laughs> so we we make our own seitan um and we uh, we use we don't use a lot of jackfruit only on Sundays mm-hmm. when we do the jerk um, barbecue jackfruit sandwich because jackfruit mm-hmm. has like the texture of like pulled pork. I would yeah. never have thought of that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it absorbs the young green jackfruit mm-hmm. because it it's, it hasn't matured yet. It doesn't have a distinct flavor of its own, and the texture mm-hmm. is very malleable. Mm-hmm. So it will take on a lot of sauces. So you can do so many different things with it. You can make the jack, the um, the the pulled pork. You can make um, the calamari. Mm-hmm. You can even make like um, chowder, like a, a clam chowder mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. it. It's amazing. What's oh. your favorite dish? Okay,
2: <laughs> my,
1: my favorite, and this is this is going to come you can't as say a surprise. all of them. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not coughing <laughs> out. But my favorite dish, hands down, really is cornmeal porridge.
0: Cornmeal, porridge. cornmeal, hmm. and yeah,
1: I saw the look, and everything. "What is <laughs> okay, that?" Okay, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> so we, it's for me, it's 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 nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Cornmeal porridge is something that my grandmother used to make for me a lot in Jamaica. It's how do I best describe it? It's 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 like grits, but it's it's thinner.
0: Yes, I know. We, yeah, I'm from uh, my family's from Cuba, so yeah. the islands all kind of had that cornmeal. Porridge uh, kind of thing. Coconut
1: I'm milk, yes, and cinnamon mm-hmm. and nutmeg and vanilla, and it's warm and it's like a hug in a mug. Oh, <laughs> <hug and laughs> mug. Best thing ever. Yes. <laughs> and do
0: you serve that for breakfast every day? <gasps> wow. Yeah. Well, I might be yeah. starting buying yeah.
1: tomorrow. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> Just I think you should. <laughs> but yeah, for, for me, for the restaurant, a lot of what we make, it's. It's honoring the flavors and tastes mm-hmm. that my family used to make for me. Like the, our crab cake journey was, I grew up in a fishing village. Mm-hmm. In Jamaica. Mm-hmm. So we had crab and lobster for breakfast and snacks. And it wasn't until I came here to America I realized, oh, that stuff's expensive. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And my grandfather used to make the best crab cakes, like the best crab cakes mm-hmm. I've ever had. And when I became vegan, I was determined to get that. You know, mm-hmm. like you crave something growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really wanted that. That and comfort. Then, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I use Heart of Palm heart of palm you put that in your food processor has the exact texture of crab lumps Hmm. you add your your typical um your old base seasoning right your nori to give that fishy Fishy. taste Mm. yeah but then i also add jerk paste to it to give it that kind of islandy flavor a little kick it's my grandfather's crab cake no i was Uh. so happy yeah it's like guys look I'm not even going to tell you what's in it, but it's my grandfather's crab cake and you have to come down and get it. You got to trust him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is fantastic. Is it called my grandfather's crab cakes? No. Mm. Oh, but that's a good one.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> might have a name change. <laughs> what was like the, the hardest uh, dish to replicate in a, a, Ooh, a vegan fashion?
1: That one is easy. Really? The goat.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. I could oh. definitely see. I. I, I I love goat. I, yeah. I actually, there was a, I went to college in Philadelphia and there was a Jamaican restaurant there that served a great curried goat. Yeah. And so I could, I can admit, cause it's very like earthy, distinct yeah, kind of meat. Yeah, gamey. Mm-hmm. It has very a, yeah. to it. Yes. Yeah. So it
1: took me, it took me a while to get that, but we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. On Tuesdays from four to seven, we serve curry goat at the, um, at the cafe the team used to call it curry ghost because I took forever to work on it. They thought it would never make the menus. No no way. Way. Yeah. They're a little shady.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And It seems like you love your team as well, which I do. is so great. Mm-hmm. I really do have a great team. So how yeah. can people contact you? Where can they find you? You're saying that you're very much on social media. Yes. So give us just a kind of a roundabout of where we can contact you
1: yes yeah, so we are on Facebook mm-hmm. Instagram and Twitter our handles um, our handle is Dejan so it's d-a-j-e-n-e-a-t-s Dejan and our website is Dejan hmm we are located at 323 East Kennedy Boulevard suite F in the historic town of Eatonville yes <laughs> um, do you guys know, know the history of Eatonville no Like three seconds? Go for for it. it.
0: (laughs) I love learning about it. I mean, old Florida is, there's so much of old Florida still
1: here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So please tell tell us. So Eatonville is the nation's oldest all black incorporated municipality. It was formed in 1887 Mm -hmm. by um, former slaves. The idea was to have a town where they had their own government. Um, and to this day, Edenville still exists as its separate town from Orlando. has its own government, mm-hmm. has its own city um, city council, and and all of that. And so, to be able to be in such a historic town and bring vegan options to what is very much an underserved community, right. mm-hmm. is fantastic. Yeah, have you have you read or heard of Their Eyes Were Watching God? Mm-mm. By Zora mm. Neale Hurston. Oh, well, I've heard of you know, her. Zora. <laughs> yeah, I know Zora. She's a pride of Edenville. Of course. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the so big like, festival. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Every year in January, they have the Zora Festival. Next year in January, there's it'll be the thirty-first um, Zora Festival, and there'll be a, a vegan community. So I was tasked with creating a vegan village for Zora Festival. Oh, oh fantastic! <laughs> Zora is going vegan next year. Yes. Okay, cool. Think I should come out. That yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, and how,
0: how has the welcoming been in Edenville? Starting something that's not, you know,
1: as traditional as other food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the <laughs> the mayor of Edenville used to come into the gas station mm-hmm. and to get our food. So he was already familiar, and he really championed us being there. Um, so that he was one of the reasons we actually ended up in Edenville when mm-hmm. our lease was up in Rosemont. And one of our missions when we got there was to really become a part of the fabric of the Edenville community, mm-hmm. because it's important when because I'm very much an outsider, I'm not from Edenville. Mm-hmm. When an outsider comes in, that they're also servicing the community and not just taking from. Right. Um, I do understand that we have vegan food and Jamaican food, mm-hmm. so it's a little different. Mm-hmm. So it took a while to get like Edenville residents to come in. But we had a lot of community focused things. We have a book club um, that we have at the cafe that we do once a month. It's called Dinner in a Store. It's fantastic. We do free cooking classes. We partner with the Eatonville Cultural Health Foundation. Oh, fantastic! And we do free cooking classes to Eatonville residents. So we are getting our name out into the neighborhood and people are coming in. But I think that one of the, the most heartwarming experiences I've had since being there, was a, a lifelong Eatonville resident. I mean, born and raised, mm-hmm. and she's well into her. I want to. I, I won't do that. To her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's well into her. Into she her. was born and raised. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and she came to the cafe, and she said. I want to have my birthday party here. Oh. And I'm going to invite all of the people I went to high school with. And we're going to have it here at your cafe. And they mm. did. And when they showed up, I just went outside and cried. Because I cried the drop of a dime. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, oh, this is so beautiful. <laughs> it's
0: coming full circle. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you for all that you're doing for the community as well. and yeah. And for the kids. And we just can't wait to hear more about you. And of course, probably be spotlighting you for the Zora Festival mm-hmm. next Year. absolutely That'll that's be awesome all right well i'm swinging by or i'm ordering one of those frozen meals because <laughs> that's sunday. right up
1: my alley sunday is our anniversary that's our one year anniversary mm-hmm. and it's going to be insane insane insane, insane. we're saying we're, we're talking uh shrimp fries fully mm. loaded shrimp fries bowls Oof. um Oof. sausage egg and cheese grits bowls um, Mango scotch bonnets, um, boneless spare ribs, and jerk mac and cheese bowls. The whole scale you <laughs> have to come me. on Sunday. It's insane. Will do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yeah.
2: Thank you for listening to Florida Foodie. We'd also like to thank our guest, Chef Jen Ross from The Jen Eats. You can follow the restaurant on social media. Just search The Jen Eats on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our host is Candace Campos. Give her a follow on social media as well. You can find her on Twitter. Just search at Candace News 6. And on Facebook, search Candace Campos News 6. We'd also like to thank our technical producers, Derek Mosier and Ryan Hawley. I'm the show's producer, Thomas Mates. Please take the time to rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. You can find videos of all of our podcasts online at clickorlando.com slash podcasts.